0: Hello, and welcome to the IMG Podcast, where we are dedicated to empowering IMGs through deep diving conversations, inspirational stories, analysis of match trends, and beyond. Our mission is to help you learn what it takes to succeed and to thrive as an international medical graduate. Hello, friends and residency candidates, and welcome to the IMG Podcast where we have a very special guest, Rosa, who is here to discuss journey through medical school and especially talking about mental health and the importance that this has in all of our lives, especially those who are going into medicine. So hello, and thank you so much for being here.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit more about what drew you to medicine in the first place?
1: So, I've always liked to help people. Growing up, my mom was uh, would always help at church or with uh, elderly people and the orphanages back in Mexico. So that kind of helped, like put me like I want to help other people. I didn't know it was medicine specifically, but as time passed, I just like helping people. And then, unfortunately, my aunt um was diagnosed with a uh, um curable cancer and she died um and i saw her whole process and how the doctors and the nurses would all work together and i just kind of uh, fell in love with it and um how they would take care of my aunt it was a hard journey but ultimately they all supported us and my aunt she saw how much uh, i actually took care of her during that um, that year of her, of her, um, that she was suffering from cancer. And I just, um, you know, I wanted to cure her. Obviously that was not possible, but I just wanted to take care of her and make her feel better. And that's what kind of led me into medicine.
0: Yeah. Well, we're definitely very sorry for your loss. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure it's something that a lot of people can relate to is just that desire to, you know, be there for people at their biggest times of need mm-hmm. and so exactly. did you think that you were going to be going straight into medical school after you know graduating from high school or is there an undergrad process how does that work for you
1: so um actually in high school i come from a small town in uh, deep south texas it's called progresso um we're all mexican americans um i am first gen so my dad didn't go to high school. I think he only went up to the third grade and my mom did uh, graduate from high school from the high, same high school I went to. Um, I didn't know I wanted to go into medical school at the time. I was My dad was pushing me into nursing school and I was just like, well, let me go into college first and then we'll see. So during, um, actually during high school, I had the opportunity to get my associates uh, through a dual program. So I just kind of jumped into college being a junior. So I was like, Seventeen years old with a bunch of other like twenty year olds, olds, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So I was very lost. Um, uh, I did get affected with my grades. I was working three jobs at one point. Um, so it was a hard journey to get into med school. Uh, I was actually thinking of going into PA school, not nursing school, and I was doing my homework for PA school. I did my prereqs, which are very similar to med school. So I was you know, I was like between um PA or med school, but my my grades were hurting. Uh, so I graduated and I started scribing uh, back at home. And I met this doctor who went to UAG in the national program because there's two programs: there's an international, which I'm in, and a national. And he's like, "You should just apply." And so I did, and I got in after obviously taking my MCAT and the missing prereqs that I needed. So it was definitely not a straightforward pathway. There was like lots of bumps in the road. So that was how it went.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so once you got into medical school, what was that experience like for you?
1: Uh, Med school was definitely a shock. Uh, It was like, um, how do I put it? um, College and steroids. (laughs) It was definitely hard. Um, I was not expecting for it to be that hard. Uh, my first semester, I really did struggle. Um, I really did struggle because you know you learn all of biochem in like a week or two, so it was just very tough. So I had uh, the first semester, my grades weren't that great, but after that, I just started improving. I met the right people. I got mentors. And I actually do pretty great after the first semester. The first semester I did pass, I never failed, which I was shocked. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it was definitely, uh, you know, I surrounded myself around good people and mentors, which helped me uh, throughout the first semester and then the second one and so on.
0: Yeah. Did you feel that your mental health was in a stable and like balanced place? throughout that process or what did that look like in your case
1: i feel like the first semester i was just kind of in shock uh i wasn't sad or anything i was just more in shock like oh like oh i made it into here Now i was just you know uh trying my hardest to keep with the load of med school you know it's a heavy load um i think my med, uh, my mental health really started to deteriorate doing a uh, second semester, which uh, we had our hardest block. Uh, I did fill my final exam, but luckily um, I, there was a curve and I was able to pass and I passed the block. But that really took a toll on me because I had studied my hardest and I'm like, wow, I, how did I do this bad? And then shortly after that, COVID happened. So COVID happened during my third semester in med school you know, changing from like being in a classroom to being in a setting online, you know, you're all alone. Nobody has ever gone through this. So, you know, you're just going through it with your friends and everybody's just, you know, not getting sleep. Uh, there were COVID was happening. People were getting sick. I had a family members that got sick. Unfortunately, my grandpa did die from COVID. So that's when my mental health really uh, hit. Um, I think med school uh, doesn't, people, um, med school doesn't really stop for anyone or anything. So when my grandpa passed away from COVID, um, I had this big final exam. Uh, I don't remember which block it was. It was towards my last semester, my fourth semester. And they were like, well, you know, uh, you need to take the exam. There's no exceptions. So I had to attend the funeral, then fly back to take the exam. And it was like, you know, so that's what really took a mental toll on me.
0: Yeah. And when you were going through all that, what was your attitude about it? Were you just trying to push and push and push to get through, or were you trying to take uh, breaks to relax and get space so that you would have, you know, more of that clarity to keep going? What was your approach like?
1: Yeah, so I definitely agree. I did just push and push and push. Um, But during my first uh, year and a half that I was in Mexico, I was actually able to afford therapy. So I did see a psychologist a couple of times, which really did help me. Um, He helped me talk through my my problems and figure out what was wrong with me and what was the issue. He... uh, suggested I you know focus on other hobbies which I didn't have hobbies everything literally all I focused on was school 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 yeah I would go hang out with friends and maybe have fun at times but it was always school 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 so I started um getting back into the gym I started um I started playing soccer a little bit which hadn't done in years So stuff like that really helped. And then during COVID, I think what helped me was, um, you know, that time I couldn't see a therapist and I was back in the U.S. So I couldn't afford one either way. So I would just work out and working out is how it helped. And I would spend time with my family, specifically my little niece. So I would spend time with her and it just made my day ten times better, and med school would not be as hard as it was. Um, she, uh, I think, relying on your family and friends is definitely the way to go.
0: Yeah, that balance of <laughs> support from family and friends, in combination with really taking the time to take care of yourself through physical exercise and doing things that you truly enjoy. Uh, you know, keeping a balanced lifestyle in medical school. And I feel like for a lot of people that isn't the goal for them is to stay balanced. It's to get through it and, you know, get to the next thing. But then I feel like so many people find themselves in the situation you may have been in and thousands and thousands of others where there's just this overwhelming feeling of not being able to, keep going or you know the difficulty of the day-to-day so you know what would you recommend that people look out for in terms of cues to really be on top of their mental health and their emotional balance when they get into medical school
1: so um i think when i start noticing I started noticing I was changing was I would just get very irritated very fast, Um, very fast. I wouldn't eat well. And I would just I know I would have to study a lot, but I would sometimes sleep more than what I had to. And, you know, I just didn't have any stamina. And that was actually towards uh, COVID, that year of COVID and towards step study. Step studying, I studied very hard. I hardly slept. Um, I felt like I was going crazy at one point and I had to postpone it, unfortunately. But I feel like just if you feel like, um, if you feel anxious all the time and you feel you're not sleeping well, you're sleeping too much, and you're getting irritated at everyone and screaming at your, I don't know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your best friend, you know, th- that's something to look out for, definitely.
0: Yeah, and for those people who maybe they don't feel like they have close friends or close family even, Mm -hmm. do you have any suggestions for what they can do or who they should turn to to really try to get that perspective or that assistance and help?
1: I feel um, at one point I didn't have friends during my first semester. I just had my one best friend which was tough, you know, we did really like, uh, we did fight a lot, a lot. Um, so I kind of looked into other classmates, you know, they're going through the same thing as you are. So nobody's gonna understand you as much as the next person next to you. No one's gonna know what, another, what a med student is going through. Like another med student, you can talk to a nursing student um, or somebody in another career, but they're never gonna understand how the hardship we go through. So I think it's important to talk to a classmate, you know, just make an effort, talk to them, maybe go through to one of your mentors or to a professor and just, um, you know, hear them out and see if they have any advice for you.
0: Is there anything that you would have done differently had you the opportunity to start medical school again with the perspective and experiences that you now have?
1: Uh, I definitely would have. Um, so my first semester in med school, I had no idea there was like for and beyond and osmosis and all that stuff. So I was just going off based off um, PowerPoints, which that's what really um, hurt my grades. So if I would have gone back with the knowledge I have now, I would have just focused on boards and videos and doing questions instead of uh, wasting my time looking at um, PowerPoints. And I would have studied, I would have started studying for STEP way earlier than what I did. Um, I actually started studying my second year, which really did hurt me. I think I would have started uh, maybe second semester of first year. Um, besides that, I would have tried to make more connections with classmates and try to get more involved with volunteering. And with extracurriculars, such as being in a group, if you're interested in EM, try to be in an EM group, or if you're interested in OB, try to be in an OB group, stop working for your CV or your resume, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely, yeah, so Mm -hmm. it's really about using your time wisely, and being able to get ahead where you're able to, like for the steps, you know, not waiting until the last minute, because I feel like that probably had a big effect on The way you were studying and how you felt while you were studying was the fact that maybe you felt behind and you're trying to catch up and you know cram all this information in in a shorter period of time Um, and then you know yeah having that community and moving outside of your comfort zone to be able to make those connections and have that support system that you might not have otherwise had I think all those things definitely can help people Um, and yeah it's Just be aware of those signs, right? Like you were saying,
1: uh,
0: if you start acting differently, if you're starting to lash out at people, you know, it's important to look inside and see what's going on and try to get the support that can help you get through that. Exactly. Do you have anything in mind as you're progressing through your time in medical school, which is coming close to an end, and then as you're preparing for residency?
1: Um, what do you mean? Sorry. <laughs> and,
0: and just in terms of, you know, continuing to keep your mental health and your emotional well-being in balance, you know, throughout the process of getting into residency and residency programs as well.
1: Yeah, well, um, right now, it's I'm not going to lie, it's very tough. Um, I find myself, sometimes, I am doing rotations, studying for um, my boards. And. Hopefully applying for match this year, you know, depending if I do if I am able to afford it and I have everything complete. Sometimes it's rough, sometimes I just end up watching uh, a Netflix show and I'm like, wow, I just lost like four hours of my life, I'm never getting back. And I haven't been um I haven't been exercising, which is also affecting my uh, mental health. I haven't been able to see my family in months, but I do try to spend time with these per se, my boyfriend, which does help, or his family. I try to talk to my friends every not one, every now and then. I know I can't afford therapy, but I try to do other things. Like if you like reading a book, read a book. I actually recently just bought a book and I try to read maybe a chapter a day. And it kind of, uh, it's kind of calming. If you, if you play instruments, um, play a little bit of an instrument. Um, I'm actually tr- trying to learn how to play guitar. It's hard, but you know, it keeps me distracted. So just try to keep uh try things to find things to keep you distracted. Talk to your family, even if it's on FaceTime. I know it's hard to see them. I I know it's sad and it's hard. But you know, uh there's no reward without sacrifice. So just keep, you know, pushing along, but take care of yourself. Uh, eat healthy. Um meal prep if you can at least for a day or two so you wouldn't have to you know take care of your body take care of your mental health and you know you should be good
0: wonderful well thank you so much for sharing your experiences and insights from your time in medical school so far I'm sure that a lot of people can relate to those feelings and that process of you know, going a little bit too far and too hard into the studying and then coming back and, you know, realizing that, you know, the emotional and mental well being is just as important for getting through it as is the studying. So we thank you so much and we're definitely wishing you all the best for the rest of medical school and your journey beyond.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: All right, dear friends, that concludes this episode of the IMG podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for upcoming releases. You can learn more by visiting Match Resident on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Thank you, and until next time, take care.